0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592, or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Tuesday, June the 7th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Wow. What a time to be in Phoenix, Arizona. Everything's just so hot right now. And guess what? So is purchasing, buying, and, you know, just hanging on to your gold and silver. And that's what we do. The physical delivery of gold and silver. And it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Wendy is here. Take your phone calls, answer your question, just help you out in any way she can. Or go ahead and check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online... But you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner, Joe J. Quint. He's the man who invests all the time, who invests the money to put this show on the air. So if you don't like his opinion, understand one thing it's his. He does the work, he pays for the time on the air. And anytime you want to debate, I think he's pretty open to it. How about that, Joe? Do you see that? I just threw you out there.
1: <laughs> you need to stop talking. I did. I mean, the heat has obviously gotten to you. It's in my head. You know, uh, yesterday I did make fun of you. It's
0: so damn hot. <laughs> it's so hot. Milk was a bad choice. Milk was a bad choice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, w- I was making fun of you because I knew that you were the only one at home when your A.C. broke.
0: Yeah, isn't that interesting it, it, how and, my wife's in Australia? Right. My son's in Minnesota. Well my daughter and wife are in Australia. Just nuts.
1: Man. It is just was you. But then when I was make, then I called you later to make fun of you, and then you reminded me that you had two dogs, and then I felt bad. But I'm glad they, they fixed it. Yeah, it's all fixed, man.
0: 500, it's all fixed. Five hundred dollar later, that's You know all I, it takes is money, man. That's
1: all it takes, right? Well, hey, you
0: know money.
1: just think about this.
0: Half of the people in
1: the country couldn't afford that bill.
0: That's nuts, man. That's, that, that's crazy nuts. And I'll just tell you this. I mentioned my wife's in Australia. My daughter's going to school there. I get to stay home and pay for all this stuff. <laughs> they get to go on vacations. I have to stay home and pay for all this stuff. It's interesting what's happening in the marketplace right now because, you know, you wonder how people do pay for things. And I'm telling you, when my AC went out, I went outside and checked the unit. And I'm like, it's dead. There's no sound coming out of it. And the motor wasn't working at it, all. It, it was, And so I'm ballparking in my head. What's this going to cost me? And I just put the number $500 in my head. $500. That's yes. what I put in my head. And sure enough, he goes, here's what you need, blah, 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 475 Man, I was pretty close. I was pretty dang close. So I'll, I'll just tell you, hallelujah.
1: You know the, what? The I'll, house I'll, is cool again. I'll say this. You should have said 1000 That way when he hits you with 500 you felt better.
0: Yeah, I wasn't going to feel good spending that money yeah, no matter what, right, anyway. either way,
1: none of that ever feels good. But anyway, welcome back. I don't know, is it good? I think today, no record today. I think we're done. I think we had a string of three or four straight days of record heat here in the Valley. Uh, that is over. I believe it's only going to be 1,004 degrees today. So Who
0: knows, man? Right. I just know this. Hot! <laughs> It's just going to be hot. It's uncomfortable. It's miserable. It's our winter. We don't go outside the house. You don't go outside the You office. don't do it. You really no. don't. When you go anywhere, you know what the most miserable part is? Starting your car. Sitting in there for just a few seconds while it's not cooled down yet. It is unbearable.
1: So I'm sitting there yesterday, and um, while well, you weren't here, I'm working. And I'm talking to my wife. Nice. nice to right? Yeah, hello. little dig at you. Mm-hmm. And my 13-year-old has... Two of his buddies over. You know, school's out, and you got to entertain, right? You got to find stuff for them to do. And these, uh, they're very smart kids. All three of them are very good students. Between the three of them, they have zero common sense. And they decided that they wanted to go to Cracker Jack. And of course, The the, the golf go kart. Yeah, sure. Right? And Cracker Jack. Let's face it, so they realize it's 1,000 degrees outside. And, you know, with a, with a Groupon or something, it was only like 15 bucks.
0: Well, this is the time of year the, the right? price to
1: drop. Right. And so, yeah, it lasted less than an hour. Maybe I'll give them an hour. And and so when I got home the, that last night, I'm like, so uh, Einstein, how was that trip? Right. (laughs) And they were all, one one of them is a little more sensitive to the sun than the other two. I mean, his face face is beet red and... Get out! Get out! Now, I mean, it was understood.
0: Get, get out! But when we were kids, we were like, okay, right? now get to out. out, right? We to get out. You know, today the good thing is, I mean, it's not a good thing, but it is whatever. At least you throw them in front of the Xbox or the Game Station, whatever, and they're occupied for hours and hours. We're helping them create nice bad habits, but incredible manual dexterity. It's just awesome. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen, like in. Twenty
1: or thirty years, if all of that generation is going to have uh, carpal tunnel.
0: Well, I think they are going to have carpal, right? right carpal tunnel, but tunnel. there's going to be a few standouts that are awesome at <laughs> flying planes and shooting on point. You know, because of their. I am my company's best drone driver. There you go. Right. I'm telling you, those skill sets are going to be out there. I'm just curious: is the addiction to video games for our youth? As prevalent in in Asia, in Europe, in Germany, in I mean, do they do their kids play it as bad as we do here? I mean, I know I I know different cultures. I I, I would say yeah, Japan and Asia. I mean, the the games are invented there, aren't they? Right.
1: I would. I'm going to go with yes. I don't know, but it's a good question. I think so. You think the parents... I mean, because I know they go on the lines, you know, online thingy, and there's people
0: from all over the place. I'm just wondering, uh it's too smoggy outside in Asia or China. Nope, stay <laughs> inside, so they're, they're playing their tengo.
1: <laughs> right, see, here it's just too hot to be outside. There, you can't breathe. You can't, you can't
0: you breathe. Are... <laughs> on right now you
1: know i think about my uh my video games tetris A- atari atari you got the combat game remember that game with the tank each
0: oh, yeah. there's one
1: tank on one side another tank on the other side uh space invaders
0: absolutely asteroid space invaders and then at the video games themselves we would play ballad galaga We'd play Mrs. Pac-Man, Pac-Man. We'd play... Well, that uh, was you. you'd go somewhere. You'd go, but you put put a quarter in the machine and (laughs) play, and you you played the games (laughs) and stuff. You know, that was the one place that the kids could go hang out if the the sun was out and it was hot, whatever. You know, but we didn't. I'm telling you, our generation is just so... We didn't
1: at all. Are you kidding me? We We were outside at my house. My house was the... We were the sports capital of our neighborhood, and... All the sports got played at our house I had three brothers so there was four boys so that it made sense and my parents you had one rule stay off the front lawn right? if you're gonna go out and do your everything was in the backyard so no one could see our backyard it was the baseball there was where the pitchers mound was where all the bases where grass did not grow
0: man we had the same thing at my house right and at my neighbor's house it rotated you know and I had three other brothers there was four of us. You know, about the same age. And I'll just tell you, but my dad, my dad was a little sick in the head because he would play tricks on us. You know what he did? In our front driveway, because I loved the basketball, he put up a hoop. And guess what he planted behind the hoop? Roses. <laughs> it was like a sick mental trick. He, go, he would walk, he goes, You guys mess with those roses, you're dead. I will beat you down. And so I was like, man, we had to get good at our shots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, what kind of a twisted man does that to his kid? Why? Yeah, he buys us a new hoop. I mean, we 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 poured the mud, put the pole up. This is one we built. And then he plants roses behind it. Believe me, I'm here to tell you, I took a few beats.
1: Yeah, well, you yeah, know, I, I understand your pain. So anyway, yeah, you don't do that anymore. But I will say this, those video games, Wow. I mean, the graphics and all that. What they've
0: evolved to today. It's it's amazing. No wonder why
1: these these kids get lost. It's like like real life. It's crazy stuff. But uh, anyway, I'm glad you're back. Welcome back. And, And someone, please turn off the oven. You know, we... Yesterday, I kind of did a really nice informational.
0: I listened show. to the whole show. I will you know, tell you, it was a great show yesterday.
1: So if you're if you're a, if you're new to the gold markets, you don't understand uh, all the ins and outs, the buying and the selling, and what to buy, what not to buy. Uh, yesterday's show, go back and, and podcast it. It'll, it's a nice educational show. But today, we're going to get back into. The details. I don't know if you saw that Ralph Lauren. Apparently, they're having a little trouble. Uh, they're going to be closing uh, 50 more stores.
0: The famous Polo, the
1: Polo guy, yeah,
0: Polo guy. He, he they're struggling financially now.
1: He, I right? Isn't that like where the rich people shop?
0: Man, I'm telling you, their markups on their clothes are through the roof. I, I'll just say this. I'll just say. Polo's been around, and it was what if you had a piece of polo growing up at middle school or junior high? You know, you were the oh, preppy. You oh right? No, oh, they're the, they're the their dad owns a farm. They're doing well. <laughs> we my family worked for that farming. <laughs>
1: right there, you go. But uh, yeah, so the retail onslaught continues. You know, a lot has been made of the jobs number that came out on Friday, and then of course Janet Yellen was out yesterday speaking in Philadelphia. And canceling the timeline for the rate hikes. And you think about all the Fed governors. All of a sudden, three or four weeks ago, all of them started coming out, going on any television show that they could find that would let them go on, talking about how we got to raise rates right now. And I kept saying, I said it right here on the show. And the, None of that makes any sense. Have they not looked at the actual data? And, of course, I've been saying all year long how the jobs is the lagging indicator, right? Before things, things have to get better before companies start hiring. And then, of course, things have to get worse before companies start firing. So by the time the jobs number comes to match what the economy is, you're already well down the road. And just uh, just to lay out how disturbing the jobs number was on Friday, the lousy numbers, by the way, this was in the Wall Street Journal. Of course, this is the weekend edition. The lousy numbers surprised most economists, I love how they say most, including those at the Federal Reserve. Now, remember, these are the people that never get fired. Wouldn't you love to have that job? I can go out and say what I want, and I'm never held accountable, and I can be wrong all day long. And I can never be fired who've been talking about this tight labor market and and hinting at another rate increase or two. The unemployment rate, which has been falling, of course, now remember, this is how they track unemployment. According to the May jobs number, the unemployment rate fell to 4.7%. Right. Anything under five is, quote-unquote, full employment. But maybe that's because millions of people have left the job market in frustration. The jobless rate declined largely because the actual labor force. Okay? So picture the, in your mind, picture the United States economy picture all the people that are working. They get up, and they get in their car, they drive to work, they ride their bike to work, they take the uh, long taxi to work, however they get there. And then imagine that 458,000 people just disappeared. Because according to the government, that's what happened in May. 458,000 Americans are no longer in the workforce. The number of people working part-time but would like to work a full-time job but couldn't find it, okay, so in other words, this is stuff I've been talking about, this new part-time economy. In the month of May, An additional 468,000 Americans said, I'm only working part-time, but I want a full-time job. So according to the government, almost just under a million people either left work altogether or said the best thing I could find was a part-time job. It reduced the labor force participation rate back to the all-time low, well, I guess the low since like the 70s, since the women entered the workforce. Only 62.6% of people of working age now possess a job in the United States. You know, the funny thing is, is, wouldn't people want to say, hey, you know what, that's probably where we need to start attacking? What happened that now we're, we're entering an age where 62.6% of people of eligible age only have a job? Only 62% of them have a job. Of that 62%, Right. At least 12 to 12, the numbers vary here, somewhere between 12 and 20 percent. Wish they were working full-time but can't find full-time work. Essentially, you're down to about one out of every two working-age Americans has a full-time job. That's it. One out of every two. Have only have a full-time job. And you think about how this society is really set up. Think about 10,000 people a day hit retirement age. And how that's supposed to be paid for. Right? It comes out of every working man and woman's paycheck. Comes out the what we call FICA. Right, all the all of us out there with sixteen year olds that are just entering the workforce, they get their first paycheck. You know, hopefully they at least know how to do basic math. I got a nine dollar an hour job, right, and I worked twenty hours a week. My check's going to be one hundred and eighty dollars, and then they get it. Who the heck is FICA? Right, and and this is what we're supposed to be basing this economy on. How is it all supposed to work? All the projections, all the numbers that they give for how we're supposed to pay for all of the retirees is based on bad data. It's based on the fact that 66%, 67% of the people should be working, and the 90% of those people should be working full-time. And they sit there and they they're all they're all going to do it they're going to act so surprised and when the deficits really start blowing up like I'm telling you, it's coming and this is just another number that lets me know that it's coming the, the, the amount of people you know this is directly correlates to what people that pay tax dollars and we sit there and we wonder why it is that the Federal Reserve would come out and make the comments that they did, and I said, well, "I think it was last week where I said I don't think they're doing it because our economy is very good. There's got to be another reason.
0: Has to be right, because why would they want to raise rates? Someone, it seems to me when it when something is skewed like this happened, there's just certain little people that are benefit from it, and they have the money that are pu- pu- you know pushing their agenda. Here's what
1: I think, though, you know." what? You don't think they, ha- they didn't have any of this employment data? You think they were just totally shocked? I mean, I mean no, one, appointment- no
0: one gets more data than those people. No, there is nobody that gets more data than them. In fact, they create the data. <laughs> but to throw out that we only added 38,000 jobs in May, you want to talk about low. Right, and the, the jobs were all part-time. Low. This, this is a horrific number. So, you tell me, okay, well, we're going to keep pushing our agenda. We're going to increase our rate by one quarter percent. And and everybody's scratching their head, just like you're saying. Well, why?
1: How? I'm sitting there, I'm watching the idiot box this morning. And they were talking about these Fed governors that all had come out and said, oh, we need to raise rates, we need to raise rates. And Jim Cramer was saying... Why is it that no one ever gets fired at the Federal Reserve for being wrong?
0: Jim Cramer said that. Right.
1: Because, and essentially what he says, he goes, they haven't been right for 10 years. But yet nobody gets fired. They all have egg on their face again, and they just talk too much. And, and it just leads to the question of what is the real end game. And one of the things I said was, there's got to be trouble somewhere else. Something bad is happening. I don't know what it is. I haven't been able to to put it together. Because I don't believe, I don't want to believe. I don't want to believe that all of these Fed governors, because I do believe that they are very, very intelligent people. I know for a fact that they are at least well-educated. Right? These are allegedly the best and the brightest of the Ivy Leagues, the Mellon schools, and all of that stuff. They've got the best data available to them. And yet, somehow, the, the public school-educated right-wing wacko on the radio does a better job of telling you what's going to happen than they do? That doesn't make any sense. I've got another piece to the puzzle. We'll talk about that next.
0: Words like Welcome back words. at the Patriot Radio News Hour on a... Can't believe it. My Monday, your Tuesday. Yes. Hey, yeah. so just so you know, I was working from home. I know. That. I didn't say I was. Listen, on, we. I wasn't working at work. I was I've been working on my house. There are times that we are.
1: We're go, we're part of the green revolution. Oh yeah. Which well, means that you simply say, "I'm not coming to work today," and tell me you're working from home.
0: There you go. Well, let me just say this. Let me let me say a couple things here. You know, it's not it, it, when there's no air conditioning in the house, and you're waiting for that. You know when they give you that window, hey, he's going to be there between 9 and <laughs> Don't noon. you
1: love those windows? Oh, he'll oh, be there between 8 and 2.30. You,
0: really? You, you can't, can't go nowhere. Down a little bit? You can't go oh, nowhere. You don't want to miss it. And you don't want to miss, especially when it's your A.C., you know? And I'm just sitting there going, okay, put an ice cubes in my dog's water, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just miserable, man. You know, probably as miserable as as, uh, uh, um, well, the Fed chair... Uh, Janet, Yellen. Janet Yellen. when she saw the jobs report... <laughs> oh, no! Honestly! Oh, I was about to raise rates! How am I going to explain it now? Because I'm still planning on raising rates. I don't
1: know. You know, the funny thing is, is... You would think... Hey, you know what? Why don't we start asking the guys that are right all the time? Right? But we don't do that. Instead... Here's the new business model of America. Let's ostracize those people. Let's make those people seem like they're wackos. Right? They they wear tinfoil helmets and they live in the basement. And you see it happen all the time. You know, one of the things that happened, and Homer was, and I were talking about uh, and, and and it really applies to everything there's a a, a a guy that does reports on the mixed martial arts the MMA stuff one the, of the
0: biggest fastest growing sports
1: in the country right, the, in the world he reports on the UFC.
0: yeah his name's Ariel hawani. He he worked for Sp- uh, for Fox Sports. Now he worked for. Well, he uh, did. He did. And UFC
1: got mad because he's he too was too accurate. Like, and he, he was too good at his job, and he was breaking stories. And they essentially had forced Fox to fire him.
0: Yep, th- that was the first time. Back and, in and, and that kid said, "Hey, fine, great, I'm going to start my own company." Well, his own company is backed by TNT and all that. Uh, uh, the Bleacher Report, big company. Okay, that's uh, Sumner Redstone owns that big company. Okay, right, well, so, so that's that, a whole different uh, billionaire. So he, he's backed up. So he is at the UFC fight on Friday night, heavyweight championship, and he tweets out two big upcoming events that the UFC wanted to be able to tell everybody. Right, but, but he's, he's beat, a reporter. He's a reporter. He's a beat reporter. He finds out and he tweets he, it out or whatever. Out, he tweets out before the UFC can put it out there that Brock Lesnar's coming back, famous fighter. And then he tweets out uh, uh, that, that, that Diaz and Conor McGregor are fighting in August. And so here's what they do. At the event, they hunt him down. So, uh, so there, there's a UFC event going at on. At the Los Angeles Forum, there's fights happening. The cr- place is crowded. This guy's and,
1: right. The guy's a reporter. And he's a
0: reporter. He
1: does his job, and he does it really
0: well. So well. That here's what happened. They went up to him, asked him to leave the arena, and said, you're banned for life, you never get to do UFC, you won't get credentials, you're done. We're never letting you in here. <laughs> so what ends up happening is yesterday morning, this guy is on the Dan Patrick show. He's on all these famous shows. And they well, because enough. all the people that follow this guy were going crazy. And the journalistic integrity, he has it. So you're mad at me because I found the scoop and announced it. I told the truth. I knew what the truth was, and I wanted people to know it. And here's one thing was this. He goes, just let it be known, right or wrong, I've never been wrong. Everything I've ever reported, I've always been accurate. If I report it before you announce it, I'm just really good at what I do. And so what they try to do, all that being said, in today's social media, Twitter, Facebook, all of these things, the storm that hit the UFC executive management was so, we're going to lose our vendors, we're going to lose our sponsors, we're going to lose blah, 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 because it's not his fault that they can't control their own people right, from right. telling telling what's going on. Well, you, you know, know what, what I I'm find saying? interesting? So he's this been was, reinstated. But, but this
1: is an example where the guy got reinstated, but so many more times, because that was... You know, it's UFC, it's Twitter, it's this, it's that. But think about in financial circles. Think about the Federal Reserve. Think about the comments Jim Cramer made on television this morning. Which essentially what he was saying was, all of these morons that have been coming out here telling you how great things are should be fired.
0: But you can't fire them, apparently. Or they, they who fires them? the people at the Fed. Right. Who's going to tweet out where's the firestorm? Who, do, who would you even send it to? You know another person who reminds me of that? That idiot Wisconsin Paul Ryan. Oh. <laughs> you know what? One. You know what? No, no, no. He's, go away. He's another guy. He should be fired. The entire Republican Party has said we're behind Trump, we're behind Trump. Well, he's not getting my endorsement Uh, without Yeah,
1: In all this, he is. is, is
0: It's like he's an idiot. He's not
1: really a Republican. He's like an idiot, though. He's a progressive, and I don't care what you say. Everything that he says he stood for as if he became Speaker, he did the exact opposite. Once again, though, because that's what the real agenda is. They don't want to balance the budget. They don't want the, the U.S. to prosper. They don't. Because that's not the agenda. They don't want a border. They don't care who's coming in and who's coming out. They don't want you to know. Because that's not the agenda. It's not about the United States. I firmly believe this now. Anything the Federal Reserve does, we're part of that. But it's just a part. There's all these other things that they can... Well, you heard Janet yelling in her little speech yesterday. Oh, well, there's all these other worldly issues that we got to be concerned about. I never heard that in their mandate. That was never... It's not full employment dollar stability, oh and other things around the world, that's not in their mandate. But last week I surmised that there is something very wrong going on and my get and I was guessing, my guess is Japan, something very bad's getting ready to happen. Right? They they're already ultra negative. The Japanese government has bought everything. Better fact, starting today, the ECB is now going to start buying corporate debt, which essentially can make them shareholders or equity partners in all the companies in their stock market. And I said, I got a feeling something really bad is happening, and we need the dollar to get stronger so their currency can get weaker. Something happened this morning with the largest car maker in the world that was absolutely incredible. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll be back. Don't be too good at your job. Because if you do, you may not have one anymore. Apparently that is the the way they want things to be. But this is why I, I think this is why so many people all over the world, because I always find it amazing how many people listen to this show and where they listen from and where they podcast from. It's incredible, and I have no idea even how they find us. Some of it, you know, obviously, if they've lived in Phoenix or Colorado, that makes sense. But where did all these other people? How did they find out about it? But they do, and they listen all the time, every day because they want to know what's really happening and something happened this morning, I'm going to tell you right now I'm even more excited for about where I think gold is going to go in the next 5 to 10 years, I, we're going to see something that, I, in my opinion the run that we had from 250 to the 1900s that was a That was an incredible run. We're going to see something, I think, way bigger. And I'm going to tell you why. So we've seen now where I think the number now is over $10 trillion in country debt. Nation's debts are trading at a negative rate, which means if you were to buy A Japanese bond, you would actually be paying the Japanese money to borrow your money. In other words, if you gave the Japanese a million dollars in Japanese bonds, ten years from now they would pay you less than a million dollars. You would actually lose money. But because the central banks are the one buying all the debt, nobody, everyone wants to pretend that that's okay. Then this morning, it started. Now, Toyota or Toyota—I so, say Toyota, whatever you, however you want to pronounce it. Homer says I pronounce it wrong. He's probably right. They're the largest car maker in the world. They're a Japanese company. They issued $186 million of debt. They wanted, to, they wanted to raise $186 million. So they went out to the debt market. They paid an interest rate of point zero zero one. Which meant if you lent Toyota a million dollars, they were only going to give you a hundred bucks a year later for you to give them a million dollars. Some of you out there are saying, so, why does that matter for me? Let me explain it to you. Because we're not done. With negative rates, they're going deeper negative. We're going to see the tipping point where the large, you know, just think about the the companies that comprise the Dow Jones, and not even all of those, but the, the 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 at least companies that could sell what we'll call investment grade debt. You may be soon looking at an era where you would have to pay money to loan them money. And the only way for you to possibly make money buying bonds is to buy the bonds of bad companies. That'd be like loaning people with bad credit money. Now, you used to be able to do that. Right, you loan a good company money back when interest rates were normal. Uh, were normal, you'd get six or seven percent, eight percent, and if it was a bad company, you'd get fifteen, maybe twenty percent. Now, fast forward to today, we had the very first company in the world almost issue a bond not only not pay any interest, but getting ready to charge interest. And you got to remember, for 30 years, the biggest argument these people told you about why you shouldn't own gold, it doesn't pay interest. This is why I'm telling you, gold's going to explode. Because what would you do? Well, I could loan money, right? I could buy debt. I could loan Toyota money, but they're gonna charge me to loan them money. Or I gotta loan money to a company that I don't think's really gonna make I'm gonna have to loan money to Sears. (laughs) Right. I have to loan money to those guys and barely make anything. I'd only get four percent or five percent and risk all my money and potentially get nothing. Or I should just buy gold. That way I don't it's not a debt, it's not a promise to pay. Thank God gold doesn't charge me interest. That may be the new calling card. Buy gold. Buy physical gold. Why? because we don't charge interest. And I think this is why, this is just my opinion, I think this is why all of these Federal Reserve governors came out talking all that nonsense, and that jobs report just killed them. Just killed them, because they weren't doing it because our economy was good. Something much bigger is afoot And I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's very, very bullish for what's coming down the road. Patriot Radio News, Hour final segment on a Tuesday. Final segment on a Tuesday. Listen, you can do what you want. It's
0: all about timing.
1: You can keep living in your managed world. You know, here, you want another example? How about today? Miraculously, right before the California primary, the AP announces Hillary Qu- Clinton's got the delegate. Don't go out and vote for Bernie Sanders in California, right? Don't do that. She's got enough super delegates because let's face it, your vote really doesn't matter. Coincidence? You decide, but this, once again, doesn't matter. They're going to give you what they want. And this is what you need to protect yourself from, uh, and, and it's really a simple case. This is it. This is how the end of fiat money comes about. We're watching it in real time, and they're trying to pretend like it's not happening, and yet we just had a company sell bonds and almost get ready to charge people. Quick look. Now, right now, you know what? Gold's down a dollar $1, $1,243 in chain. Silver's down $0.05. $16.38. Uh, and I was... I'm just going to tell you, we ran a couple... We ran a special on Friday. We ran one yesterday. I have 16, one-sixth, of the $5 Liberty gold pieces that we ran on Friday at 355 bucks, I have 16 of them left. Incredible price when you're talking about fractional gold for what you can buy a $20 gold piece for. That just doesn't happen. Yesterday we ran the MS61 $10 Liberties, six grades up from what we normally do. At the same price as a circulated 10 lib that we normally sell, I've got five of those left at $725. The exact same price as an ungraded $10 Liberty. You can get a graded PCGS NGC $10 piece. I got five of those at $725. And then uh, I want to say early last week I ran some two and a half. I've got 11 of the two and a half left at 255 bucks. All of those are gold pieces. So 16 five libs at $355, 5 MS61 10 libs at seven and a quarter. I've got 11 two-and-a-halfs. I think they're, and, and I have, them. here. I mean, they're almost all Indians. 11, two and a half at 255. And then I still have uh, some old date rolls, old date silver eagles. Save a bunch of money, 25 bucks a roll at 385. I've got about 10 of those rolls left at 800 951 Take the time, put them away. The great thing is you won't have to charge yourself any interest because it sure looks like that's what the rest of the world is coming to. 800-951-0592. That's our toll-free number. Homer and I will be back tomorrow on a hump day. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Take care. Have a great day.